Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We are now discussing Chapter 3, Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. In last chapter, Sankhya Yoga, we have seen that the focus was on individual's actions. Bhagavan has emphasized what are the limitations of an individual in acting in this world. Act you must because the activity is the signature of life. So act you must, but you should also know your limitations. That my right is only to act. I have no control over the fruits of actions. So karmani eva dikarate ma kadachana. Therefore, you should never get attached to the fruits of actions and also never get attached to inaction. Do not worry about fruits of actions. Do not get attached to inaction by any fear that my actions will not be appropriate, will not be adequate, and I may not be successful. You continue acting, knowing your limitations, and you can improve your performance by keeping a balanced mind. Not getting affected by the fruits of my past actions, when I encounter them, whether they're conducive or unconducive, if I don't get disturbed by that in working in this world, then my actions will be very effective. So Bhagavan said, Samatvam Yoga Uchyate. Balance of mind is yoga. He said, with keeping that balance of mind, when you work in this world, you'll become very efficient, very dexterous. And Bhagavan said, that is yoga. Yoga Karma Sukhaushala. So we are given the technique how to act in this world. Act in the present, whatever the situation you're facing or situation you're put up in, whatever the duties you are supposed to perform. No limitation that I can only act in my best possible manner. Never to worry about the fruits of actions. Thus Bhagwan has empowered individuals to act efficiently in this world. In this chapter, the focus is on collective actions. And individual actions are only possible if he's working as part of a group in a collective manner. These collective actions are very effective. So in the beginning of the chapter, Bhagavan said that the Prajapati, the primordial father said that I created Praja, progeny, the beings, along with their ability to work together. Saha yagnaha prajaha srustva. Pura uvacha prajapati. Prajapati says, I created praja, I also created a means for their sustenance. That they will be self-sufficient and they will multiply by this ability to work together, by the yagna. And say, consider this ability to work together as your kamadenu, is your 
milch cow which will grant you all desires that you desire as long as you use your ability to work together sah yagnaha prajaha srishtva so the yagna spirit is created along with the creation of the beings by prajapati so now the existence together of all the beings make this world function every individual is part of this world to demonstrate that bhagwan has given this cycle in nature that annad bhavati bhutani all beings are created from food food sustains all beings i can see that very clearly in my own life this body of mine is nothing but food modified from the time of my birth till this morning's breakfast would have eaten has become this body has transformed into this body and before my birth the food eaten by my parents which created the existence of my body so annad bhavati the food is very important without food we can see there will be disasters in society when there is drought there won't be enough to eat and people will die people just cannot survive without food the food is essential ingredient for beings to survive because they are made up of food so the production of food is very important and bhagwan said the production of food is made possible by parjanyaha rains so in agrarian society it was probably very easy to see how the rains support the crops in the fields but in a modern day if you ask a child where do you think food comes from the answer is very simple it comes from grocery store because he or she does not know where the food comes in the grocery stores but we know that somewhere somebody had generated their food in their fields and farms and then processed and then were transported to the grocery store so the whole food production is very important and the factors which make this food production possible are very important so those factors which make the food production possible you can call them parjanyaha they are only possible because of yagnaha the collective actions make this food production possible if in the supply chain if something breaks down then obviously there won't be food in your grocery store and therefore you won't have it in your house so yagnat bhavati parjanyaha by collective actions this conditions for food production is made possible so collective actions are very important in this food chain for my survival yagnah karma samudbhavaha this collective actions are only possible individual actions if individual members of the society they don't work together they don't do their part then this collective actions are not possible and bhagwan said karma brahma udbhavam vidhi the ability to act for an individual comes from his own self his own consciousness which is the ishwara functioning through him as creative power which gives him an ability to act in this world the yagna brahma udbhavam vidhi brahma aksara samudbhavam 
Ishwara is dependent on imperishable Brahman. Ishwara is nothing but Brahman plus Maya is Ishwara. Ishwara, the creative force, creative deity who creates this entire Jagat, including my own self, is responsible to give me the ability to act as an individual. I act as an individual together with all the people. All the people work together, create yagna. It creates a condition for the food production. This food production makes the food possible, which makes the beings possible. And Ishwara is dependent on Brahman, imperishable, pristine being who functions through all beings as their own selves. So Bhagavan said, Brahma Nityam Yagni Pratishtam. That Brahman is present in all activities. And thus the cycle continues to rotate in this world perpetually. But if I don't do my part and take the advantage of the profit, the production of food, the results of collective actions, then I am a thief. Then I am living a sinful life in vain. I take something without giving back something to the society. That is a sin. I live in Hendaiko County, use the roads, use their medical facilities, use their law enforcement agencies for make sure that the roads are clear, I can drive safely, but do not pay my taxes. Bhagavan said, you are a thief. So each one of us is required to do our part so that the society functions smoothly. That's basically what we have learned so far. Then the question comes, is there anyone who is not required to do any action in this world? And Bhagavan said, yes, there is an exception. Yahatu atma ratihi eva shyat atma truptascha manavaha atmani eva cha santustaha tasya karyam na vidyade. A person who is rejoicing in his self, he is satisfied with his self and he is content with his self. For such a person, there is no ordained action. He may act in this world. But he is not required to act because he is not taking anything from the society. That does not mean that he does not eat, he does not sleep, he does not drink water. But he is not dependent on the society for the happiness. He does not want to gain anything out of the society. He is self-content. He is complete by himself. We work in this world because we feel ourselves incomplete. I want to make profit, therefore I want to work. Why do you work? Well, I want to get something. I want to earn money. I want to have my house. I want to do this. I want to do that. I have my agenda why I work in this world. But if I reach a point where I have gained everything that I want, and now I have nothing more to gain that I don't have to act in this world. It's like a retired general of an army or retired executive of 
a company. Well, he may be still considered a retired member of that company, a retired member of army, but he does not have any active role, any requirement for him. Because the role which he had taken before is the general of an army or an executive of a company, he no longer has that role. He is not depending on the role for his survival, for his happiness. So now, he is not required to do anything, but he still continues. He can continue to support military, support the army, support that company. Bill Gates, he is no longer the CEO or president or whatever his position was for Microsoft. But he continues to function as a board member, chairman, whatever, more in an advisory role for that company. But it is not required for him to do. So Bhagwan said that one who has completed his journey of taking various roles in this world, and now he is not dependent on any role for his happiness, there is no ordained action for him. He will act out of his natural tendencies and compassion and love for the society, the community. So, I am right now a part of a family, a community, a city, the nation, and this world as part of the human race. All those parts, all those roles, I have a membership in that and I have to do my part. As a family member, I have a role to play for my family. I have to contribute towards the welfare of my family. As a member of community, I have to contribute towards the betterment of the community. As the citizen of the city, I have to contribute towards the betterment of the city. And as part of this nation, as a as a citizen of this nation, I have to contribute towards the betterment of this country. And lastly, as a member of a human race, I have an obligation to work for the betterment of the human race. If I am satisfied by myself, rejoicing in myself, self-content, there is no ordained duty even to those entities. But out of my love for my country, out of my love for my community, out of my love for my family, out of my love for the human race, I'll continue to work. But Bhagavan says there is no ordained duty for such a person. He has done his part. He has reached the goal. When I work outside selflessly, my goal is to purify my internal instrument, antahakran suddhi. When my antahakran becomes pure and it reflects that almighty self, all-pervading self, I have no other duties left. I have done what is necessary to create the condition where I identify with myself. Now I am satisfied by myself, in myself and rejoicing in myself. Naiva tasya krutena arthaha na akrutena ihakaschana he is not concerned about what is done and what is not done. In other words, right now I am concerned about what I have done and what is yet to be done. So, 
in a day, I may have planned that I'll do five things. Today, I'm going to do five things. I can only complete three at the end of the day. So I'll say, well, I did three things and I'll get the benefit of that. I submitted a proposal. I completed the project and I completed the work at home. Now, I'll get the benefit out of it. So that's the profit I'm getting from my actions. Then I said, well, I should have done this and this. The two things which I did not do, that's my loss. What I could have received from my actions, I'm missing out because I could not perform those actions. So Bhagavan said, such a person who is now Atma Triptaha, for him it really does not matter what he did today or what he has done in his life and what he has not done. Because he is not concerned about profits or losses. Nacha Asya Sarva Bhuteshu Kaschit Artha Vipashrayaha Because he does not depend on any being for any object. He is not dependent on objects for his happiness. Therefore, he has nothing to gain from this world. He is functioning in this world naturally. Just like any other entity in this nature. Sun rises and sun sets. Sun continues to do its duty. So are all the natural elements because they are functioning naturally. I as a human being have a free will and therefore I will decide what is in my benefit and what is not in my benefit. I want something out of this world. I will put my efforts in that aspect of this world. I will not put efforts where I don't get anything out of it or I may get hurt by my actions. So I have divided this world into world that I like, what I don't like, world I try to associate with and world I try to avoid. For a granny Purus who has reached that state where he now can identify with the whole universe as his own self because identifying with the supreme self, not identifying with his small ego as an individual, the conditioned self, he does not need anything because he has everything. Therefore, Bhagavan says that what he has done and what he has not done, he is not concerned about. He is acting naturally as part of this nature, part of this prakriti. Knowing he is not this body, mind and intellect, he is not part of the prakriti. The prakriti is my equipment. For functioning in this world, I need this individual ego, this body, mind and intellect, but in my own self, the happiness is inherent in my own self and therefore he is not desiring anything from anybody and it does not matter what he has done or he has not done. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you.